welcome to the Faith Inside the Podcast. My name is Tyler Bubbins, and welcome back for Christ the King Sunday for the week of November 25th, 2018. I'm excited to have you here. I'm excited to get into this week's podcast, and I'm excited to have you back after Thanksgiving. And at least here in the United States, we have Thanksgiving. I hope you've recovered. I hope you're doing okay as you're prepping for this upcoming week of service. So I'm excited to dig into this week, but before we dig in, there's a couple of things that I just want to bring up. First and foremost, if you haven't checked it out, the TV show God Friended Me, I'm starting to say, what are you doing? I'd highly recommend it. It's a bit of a drama. There's definitely some comedy in there, but there's a lot of deep theological discussion with interdenominational and intergenerational and interfaith dialogue that's in there. There's a lot of depth to the characters. There's a lot of great discussion that is going on. And I would have to say, I applaud CBS on this one. There is just some unique things that they're doing. And I find it just a breath of fresh air that I'd highly recommend checking out. Second of all, I do my shameless plug for Working Preacher. If you haven't checked out Working Preacher, again, I would say, what are you doing? Between their Sermon Brainwaves podcast, their commentaries, their discussions over on the website, I'd highly recommend checking out workingpreacher.org. And since I'm not an ordained minister, it gives me a little bit of direction as I bring this podcast to you each and every week. But the final thing before we get into this week's text, we have to look at our Twitter questions from last week. And so first... I'm going to leave one from last week toward the end of this week to keep you hanging a little bit more on that second question that I asked you. But the question summarizing the week was, what things are you overlooking? What things are you too laser focused on that you end up missing things around you? And I ended up getting a few responses on this, talking about how they agree with this idea, that this is something that we too often get so focused on something that we end up missing the broader point and we end up missing things around us. And I would argue if you're in that camp, I think this week is a really good week to start really looking and observing and trying to look at that based on that it is Christ the King Sunday. And I'll get into that a little bit more, throwing around a couple different things just to consider and to think about as we are digesting this next week with Christ the King. So the gospel text this week is out of John chapter 18, verses 33 through 37. And this is where Jesus is right before the crucifixion. So Pilate is coming and talking to Jesus and asking him if he's the king of the Jews. He's then saying, that's what your people are saying. And Pilate kind of keeps pressuring him, keeps pushing them, kind of trying to get the answer. And I think the last verse here from Jesus is really the true important verse that we really need to hear this week. You say that I am king. For this I was born, and for this I came into the world to testify to the truth. Everyone who belongs to the truth listens to my voice. So again, this is one of the last statements that Jesus is making before his crucifixion and that he's calling upon us here generations after about listening to his voice and listening to the truth, which is 
again, echoes a lot of what we were talking about last week with the fall of the temple that Jesus was kind of predicting and to not be led astray. I think it really kind of brings in those two readings really well together. And we'll get into that a little bit more. The first reading this week is from Daniel chapter 7, verses 9 through 10 and 13 through 14. And again, this continues on what we were getting from Daniel last week and kind of the Old Testament version of Revelation, kind of the prediction of what is coming, what is the world going to look like as Jesus or as God, in this case, comes into his second coming. What is that going to look like? The alternative first reading, and this is the final alternative first reading of this year, is from 2 Samuel chapter 23, verses 1 through 7. And we get into the final words of David. And what is he looking to proclaim? What is he looking at talking about? And he's talking about how we must continue to fear God and must continue to look and desire him and making sure that we are following in the footsteps of our maker. The psalm this week is Psalm 93. And again, it's the whole thing, but it's five verses. And it's talking about the majesty, the mystique of God and how he has done all these things. The floods have lifted up, O Lord. Floods have lifted up their voice. Their floods lift up their roaring. More majestic than thunders of mighty waters. More majestic than the waves of the sea. Majestic on high is the Lord. That's verses 3 and 4. Discussing just the power, the pure power of God. The second reading this week is out of Revelation chapter 1 verses 4b to 8. And again, this is the beginning of John talking about his revelation of God coming into his glory. And this is specifically showing that Jesus coming back, that his blood has set free the sinner. He is riding on the clouds. He is the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. He is there for us to come in and rescue us. So before I really get into the meat and potatoes this week, I just want to say this is the last week of lectionary cycle B. So if you've been noticing throughout the year, most of the the gospel readings have been from Mark along with sprinkling with John. And after this week, and as we go into Advent starting next week, we will be moving into the book of Luke. So if you're not as familiar with how this works, it's a three-year cycle. There's a Matthew year, a Mark year, and a Luke year with John sprinkled in between on all of them. Probably a little bit heavier in the Mark year just because it's a shorter, more condensed book. And so just to give you a flavor that this is kind of the end of this lectionary year, the end of the church year as we're looking into the beginning of Advent. And also just a quick notice that this will be the last week until June that we'll have the alternative first reading. So after this, we'll probably be back down to four readings again. But let's take a look and think about this in a little bit deeper of a context. What are we really getting at with this week? And what we're really getting at as we're wrapping up this church year is the power of God. 
and the fear, the healthy fear of what God can do and that it gives us the homage to God. We have two different readings talking about end times. We have the reading coming from the end words of David. And this is one of the last statements that Jesus has before being crucified. And the psalm is in there, I think, as a hope. So how does this tie together with science? I think we have to reference back to last week. When last week we talked about how being laser focused can cause us to miss things. And if we're looking at and thinking about this with the context of Jesus coming back, and if that's the case, and we know Genesis is true, that we were placed here as tenants, as gardeners. Let's then observe what has been done for us. So I'm going to list off a couple things just to think about for this week. It's a bit different than what we've done in the last few weeks, but I want you just to sit back and think and observe what's around you. Think about the gifts that are around you right now, and especially this should be somewhat easy if you're in the United States coming off of Thanksgiving. What are we giving thanks for? So let's zoom way out and let's look at the beginning of time. What we do know from science is that we're in this perfect spot with regards to the sun. We are not too close that it's too warm to sustain life and we just burn up. And we're not too far so that we would freeze. That water, which is over 60%, upwards to 80% of your body, isn't freezing every night. That it's the temperature maintains decently well. But the next phase of that is that we have a atmosphere around our world using O3, an ozone layer that helps prevent harmful radiation from getting in, but letting enough light in that life can flourish, that it warms the planet, that it provides energy for the planet, and yet it doesn't just annihilate anything on the planet. We've also been gifted in this planet that we have the simple compound of water, that it be nutritious to us, that it helps with plants kind of continue the cycle of oxygen being part of our ecosystem. We also have this great balance that it's not too much oxygen, that if it was too much oxygen, it would be hard for us to breathe. We also have this beautiful gift that the world around us plants, that their respiratory process, unlike ours, does the opposite of what ours does. So that our respiratory system releases the food it needs, CO2, carbon dioxide, and that their system starts with that CO2 to create O2 or oxygen that we can breathe. We've been gifted with these major forests throughout the world like the Amazon that help control and stabilize climate. We've been gifted with the awe and majesty of tectonic plates that created mountains. We've been gifted and blessed with the ability of diversity of creatures upon this planet, discovered and some yet to be discovered. And it, let's even get more personal. Let's look at the human body for a moment. We have been gifted with having things that we couldn't ingest naturally already inside of us, like stomach acid. And the ability of our bodies 
to help maintain our bodies from letting that leak and eating away at other internals. We've been blessed within the cell, and we've talked about this before, the mitochondria that was probably at some point some other organism that partnered with our cells to become the powerhouse of the cell, to be able to allow for complex life, multi-cell life. We have been blessed with DNA, the coding that has all these different diseases and things that our forefathers have fought. And yet here's the code, and yet here's the code on how to heal from that, how to not be afflicted from that again. We look at the world that we're creating around us and all the raw materials that were placed here by a creator or were just naturally here. But I would argue that there's too much divine intervention to say that this was all by chance, that we had raw materials of iron ore or wood or water or grains of wheat or diamonds, or different precious gemstones that can be utilized in so many different ways. Looking at precious metals like gold and silver and platinum and bronze that we utilize on a consistent basis, whether we know it or not, in the different electronics of the first world country, to just pronouncing your affliction for another person. We have been blessed beyond all measure. We have so much that's just around us that's been freely given for us to tend to. What responsibility and what a gift that it has been given to us. You think about maybe when you were younger, even now, where somebody asks you to watch their pet or watch their home while they're away, and what great responsibility and, in a way, honor that you feel that they respect you enough, they trust you enough to take care of that. Look at this great planet that we have been given, this great place in which we have been blessed to live, and all the things we have figured out about this great place to live, and yet it's freely given to us. We have been given such a great responsibility, but also such trust to take care of a place like this. So as we're coming off of the United States with Thanksgiving, and as we're getting into the season that we know the greatest gift was ever given, take a moment and think about the gifts around you that have been freely given. Even the things you're paying for are still a gift freely given in some way. That God has trusted us this much to be able to understand or do or harvest these different things of his creation. It's a great responsibility, but it's a great honor at the same point. So as we head into this Advent season, as we prepare for the Christ child that will start to be prepared for starting next week, I propose that we start preparing our hearts for giving thanks because that's the only thing we can do. So much has been given to us freely. So many things that we don't think about, we don't control. And if we think about over the past nearly year of talking about different faith and science things coming together, we have been blessed beyond measure. We have been blessed beyond measure. So the Twitter question this week will be, look around you and what blessings are you noticing today? that you hadn't thought about before. What blessings are you noticing today 
that you hadn't noticed before. The other thing you're probably stating at this point was, Tyler, there was a second Twitter question last week, and you're right. The second Twitter question last week were, what three words would you use to describe this podcast? And the reason that I'm asking that, and I'll start leaking a little bit out of the bag, it's time for this to get a little bit bigger than where we're at right now. There has been more and more people coming to me who are wanting to hear this podcast. It's getting shared with more and more people. And it's time for this, for me, to take another leap of faith. So right now, what I've been trying to do is design a logo for this podcast with the idea that around the end of this year, beginning of next year, that yes, I could still send this out via email, but that also we would start finding it in other podcasting locations. So like Apple Podcast, like Stitcher Radio, like Podbean. There's a lot of different podcasting places that you can receive podcasts. And I'm hoping to try to put it out there and put it into as many of them as I can. I realize it's going to be a bit of a process, but I also realize it's going to be a lot more appealing to somebody if we have some type of logo. So if you know somebody who is designing logos or you feel so inclined, feel free to send me a logo. You guys have my email. I would love to see that. I've been kind of working with a couple different ideas. Or if there's just words that you think really help describe this podcast and this community that we are slowly building, I'd love to hear that. I'm excited for as we start peaking to 2019. There's a couple more secrets and things I'm planning and working on that I'm keeping in my back pocket today. But I'm very, very excited about where this is going. And I'm very, very excited about the feedback that I do get. And I'd love to hear that. I'd love to hear your thoughts, your concerns, your smart remarks about what you think of this podcast. So we'll wrap this up as we always do. I pray God blesses you through your faith and amazes you through science. And one more thing, I'll see you next year. Next church year. See you next week.